Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Good morning, Keith, everyone. How are you doing today? A little bit of road trip inspiring music from Joe and Woody and the boys of the road crew. Roadcrew66.com. If you need some road trip inspiration or a theme song for your grand adventure on the two-lane highways and the back roads of America, including Route 66, take a listen. One of my favorites, I got to tell you, is Under the Neon. Pull that up on YouTube. See if you're not uh, finding yourself with a smile and thinking about road trips. Uh, Today, speaking of road trips, we're going to visit a little place of Tucumcari, New Mexico. Uh, Well, you know, it's hard to even, well, I tell you. What, it's just such an, a, a delightful, such a delightful blend of uh, past, present, future. And it's a, it's a town with just tremendous, tremendous possibilities. Um, we'll start with uh, this Highway 54. I-40 and U.S. 54 all come together at Tucumcari. And there's another highway to take in mind, Highway 104. Uh, Get the business out of the way first. Let's start with this. If you need more information than I'm providing today, the website is visit tucumcarrynm.com. Let's set the stage now. Tucumcari is not a big town. Uh, according to the uh, census, it's uh, it rates 6,375th largest city in the United States. Population uh, somewhere eh, 5,200 people, plus or minus a few. And, uh, well, the population has uh, declined a bit, to be honest, since 1990. Population was about uh, 6,800 at that time. But the town has a vibrancy. It has a passion. And uh, it's got an infectious enthusiasm. When you meet with, you sit down and take some time to visit with some folks like uh, David Brenner who is tirelessly promoting Tucumcari and working to transform the Roadrunner Lodge property into more than just a lodging experience. It is a, uh, well, it's a living time capsule. There's no other way to put it. He has created from an abandoned property, a uh, his attention to detail is what's fascinating. 
board games and things. He tries to create and immerse the visitor in a 19, circa 1964 experience. And you, you talk to him and you, you sense the excitement about Tucumcari. Uh, Larry Smith, uh, the proprietor down at the uh, Motel Safari, and dates to 1959. You know, you'll be hard-pressed to find nicer places to stay than the Roadrunner Lodge, Motel Safari. Uh, they're not the Marriott, they're not the Hilton. But they're wonderful, clean places where the proprietor takes pride. And of course, gosh bless, uh, Tucumcari is known worldwide for the Blue Swallow Motel. Another time capsule. This little neon-lit gym dates to... 1939, I believe. And uh, the, the proprietor's passionate and they have uh, really poured themselves into uh, preserving the very essence of Route 66. Going back to David Brenner, uh, the, this, the motel he has, the Roadrunner Lodge, was abandoned for many, many years. And uh, it was it opened uh, mid '60s as the Leatherwood Manor. Attached to the property to the west is an older motel, dating to the 1940s. Now, when they created the Leatherwood Manor, they they created an entire complex. Well, Dave has got this project going, and he's got the Roadrunner up and going, and it is wonderful. Now, the, his game plan is to do the same thing on the west side of the property but to create a 1940s time capsule. But Tucumcari is more than just Route 66. The historic heart of the city is often missed by Route 66 travelers. And that's a few blocks off Route 66, down by the uh, refurbished railroad depot that uh, now has a railroad museum and uh Tucumcari Main Street uh, Connie Loveland another just absolutely incredibly passionate supporter and promoter uh Tucumcari and uh this is why Tucumcari is more than just a destination for visitors i suspect quite strongly since they have access to high speed internet good modern high speed internet and uh, their, their access to highway junctions, proximity to cities like Albuquerque and El Paso, Santa Fe. I've got a sneaking suspicion that you're going to be hearing a lot about Tucumcari in the coming years. I think you're going to see a lot of small businesses relocate to places like Tucumcari. And uh, I think you're going to see find a lot of people that want a little more quality in life and one thing more than a job are going to be heading for Tucumcari because the opportunities there are just rife. Um, it's just neat. And you know, you never want to judge a book by its cover. Now, Tucumcari is a great example. If you drive into town on Route 66 from the West End, <laughs> you are going to think that you're driving into the set for an apocalyptic movie. You got a couple, a burned out motel, uh, Long, long boarded up truck stop. Don't judge a book by its cover. Cruise the Route 66 corridor, wander into downtown. I think you'll be just more than pleasantly surprised. Uh, as an example, uh, 
Carson, uh, Carlson Coffee Company down on Smith Street near the depot. You know, a few years ago, I'm just going to be blunt. It was a neat old building. It was a fascinating old building down in the, the historic heart of the city. But uh, I don't think I would have peed on if it was on fire. And a visionary saw the opportunity in that district, saw that opportunity in Tucumcari. And uh, I can't exaggerate how bad this was. When you stepped in the front door, you stepped down 18 inches because the floor had collapsed. Uh, there was almost no roof. And one of my last visit, uh, uh, my last road trip last month, I stopped down there and met with uh, the owner, the proprietor, the fellow who's refurbished the building. What a delightful coffee shop, small little uh, bakery, little pastries. If you spend the night in Tucumcari, wander downtown. Try out Carlson's Coffee Company. Another hint at uh, Tucumcari. If you overnight, uh, wander downtown to the Odin Theater. It isn't a movie palace like, uh, you know, like some of these, like the Coleman Theater in Miami, Oklahoma. It's, uh, it's a small town movie theater. The thing's been in business, though, since 1935. And you can see the sense of pride the community has in the theater. Now, if you really, if you're driving Route 66 and you want that whole immersion, stay at the Roadrunner Lodge, have some dinner, say, at uh, Dell's across the street. Great place. Been there for, gosh, decades. And then uh, have a nice dinner and wander down to the theater. It's almost as, as, as close to time travel as you're going to get. Uh, Tucumcari has long, long been known as a destination, uh, a stop, if you will, on the way to someplace. For a lot of folks, it, uh, there was a brilliant advertising campaign dated, oh gosh, back into the, I believe, the late 50s. And it advertised, there was billboards all along Route 66, uh, Highway 54, in, uh, that stretched all the way into western Oklahoma, across the Texas Panhandle. Uh, Tucumcari tonight, and it would add some of the things that uh, Tucumcari, but the big claim to fame, of course, was uh, they had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of motel rooms. And, uh, well, for me personally, when I was truck driving and running up uh, from Kingman to Wichita or Kingman, Oklahoma City, Tucumcari was a great and welcome stop. To give you just a little glimpse of this, and by the way, that wonderful advertising campaign, Tucumcari Tonight, it's been dusted off and revised. The billboards are going up again. You spot them along I-40. There's a little guidebook that was published in uh, 1946, self-published by Jack Rittenhouse. It's called A Guidebook to Highway 66. It's a quote, the front cover, a mile by mile complete handbook on how to get the most fun from your trip. Full data on towns, historic spots, and highway facts, roads, hills, and garages. It's just a little too big to be a pocket guide, but gives you an idea of the size. The book sold poorly when it came out, but Rio Grande Press picked up the rights to it 
in the dawning of the Route 66 Renaissance and has, has republished it. And uh, it's been quite a, a uh, become quite popular because it is uh, a detailed guide to Route 66. And it's intriguing how many young people, I just met a wonderful couple from uh, Bay City, Michigan, up in that country. Their fascination with Route 66 began with this book. And he has been patiently on his vacations, traveling sections of Route 66 to chronicle these locations. Got a little bit sidetracked there, but uh, let me share this with you. This is what he had to say about Tucumcari in 1946. He had quite a lengthy entry here. Uh, it says uh, Tucumcari, population 6,194, altitude, uh, altitude 4,100 feet. Uh, radio station, he lists that, garages, the Walter Motor Company, Pelser, Tucumcari Motor Company, hotels, the Randall, the Elk, the Vorenberg, and the Davis. Motor courts included Linz, the Travelers, the Lenora, Star, White Cottage, Grande, Blue Swallow, Tocumcari, Comanche, and Venetian. All accommodations. After World War II, when uh, the boom on tourism travel flourished along Route 66, the number of motels just just increased exponentially along Route 66. And before the railroad, Tucumcari was a small village where early cowmen came for supplies. I'm continuing to read here from Rittenhouse's book. A recent vast irrigation project has brought steady growth in the population of the region, which now raises considerable grain. The Sheriff's Posse Rodeo is held each year, usually in mid-August. Tucumcari is a tourist center. That's, that, that was an understatement. And this is another thing people miss a lot when they visit Tucumcari. <coughs> Tucumcari, if you put a pin in the city, it is at the heart of some just amazing and fascinating attractions. Uh, I mentioned Highway 104. It's about a 100-mile drive from Tucumcari to Las Vegas in New Mexico, which is a gym in itself. But uh, Highway 104, it's 100, uh, about a 101-mile drive. That has to be one of the most spectacular drives in the Southwest. Just, just a, an amazing drive. But you've got enough stuff in Tucumcari to keep you busy for a day or two or three or four. Uh, Tucumcari, according to the visitor guide, says begins in 1901 with establishment of a construction camp and siding during work to complete a junction that connected the Southern Pacific Railroad from El Paso, Texas, with the Chicago, Rock Island, and Pacific Railroad at Liberal, Kansas. It was originally known as Six Shooter Siding. What does that tell you about how rough and tumble the place was? So the town has a very rich railroad history, and that is preserved at the renovated depot. They have an uh, incredible uh Railroad Museum there in Tucumcari. Uh, another thing I, I want to really mention is Mesa Lands Community College. When I talk about relocating people, relocating, Mesa Lands Community College, small, 
progressive and uh, impressive. They have uh, an alternative energy program there that's world-renowned. The, they have a paleontology program, and uh, every summer they host uh, digs in nearby fossil beds. And I got to tell you, the Mesa Lands Community College Dinosaur Museum, it, it will really surprise you. It is uh, small. It's a small town. But the museum exhibits, it's Smithsonian quality. It's that well done. And we mentioned attractions and lodging and dining, things to do. Well, you got an array of museums. Uh, I mentioned the, uh, I was talking about the Mesa Lands Community College Dinosaur Museum. It's also a natural sciences laboratory. There's over 10,000 square feet of exhibit space. And they have a well-equipped paleontology and geology laboratory. Displays the museum in replicated and original fossils are diverse. Uh, footprint castings, 40-foot-long skeletons. Uh, God, the exhibits are from private local dig sites and area fossil beds. Mineral specimens, another uh, pretty amazing deal. I mentioned the Tucumcari Railroad Museum. And uh, whew, the depot that was built in 1926. Here's another surprise for you. Tucumcari has a, a really nice, small convention center. Now, if you are looking to put together an event, a small conference, uh, well, Amarillo is not that far away. They've got a major airport. And uh, Tucumcari will roll out the red carpet for you. And uh, guarantee yourself, the conference people won't forget. Uh, the New Mexico Route 66 Museum. Is, is housed there in the convention center. I talked about the Odin Theater. Uh, I, I was wrong. It was built in 1936. And here's another, another like say, opportunity. If you're ambitious, uh, got a little investment capital, or good at starting a nonprofit, also downtown in the old business district is the former Princess Theater. Now, this place has been closed for decades. But it opened in 1916, and it has the most beautiful facade and original ticket booth. Just waiting for someone with some vision, some passion, some ambition. Uh, <coughs> you've got, here's another, another real surprise for you, is uh, you're in the high desert at Tucumcari. But... Within just spitting distance, you have Lake Summer down by Fort Sumner, Summer Lake State Park. The incredible blue hole is just over the hill in Santa Rosa. And uh, believe it or not, that is a popular scuba diving place. It's uh, more than 3,000 gallons of water every minute flow from a sinkhole into Santa Rosa Creek. And the clarity of the water allows for visibility to depths of around 100 feet. The water is a consistent 62 degrees year-round. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? Uh, you've got a couple other lakes north of town. Ute Lake State Park is just 25 miles to the northeast on US 54. <coughs> It's about 13 miles long. It's one of New Mexico's longest lakes. And 
campsites, everything you could need there. If you like uh, hiking, mountain biking, well, they can accommodate that as well. They've got a lot of great events that you can add to your schedule if you want to uh, add some tent, uh, add some zest to your Route 66 adventure. The Mesa Lands Iron Pour. It's a week-long event in March that draws artists from across the nation to form and pour iron sculptures. It's hosted by Mesa Lands Community College. Two can carry rawhide days. Bet you didn't know this one. Here's an opportunity to fill the head with a bit of useless knowledge. Uh, the old TV program, Rowdy Yates, Clint Eastwood, Rawhide. Well, some of those episodes were filmed here in Quaid County, which Tucum carries the county seat. And uh, they have Rawhide Days celebrating the Western heritage. Down at the Depot Concert Series in May and in August. Through, uh, May through August, excuse me. It's held on the fourth Saturday of each month at the Railroad Depot. Live music, food vendors. Uh, another fun-filled event. Scheduled for 2023, a new event. The New Mexico Music Showcase. Quay County Fair is in August. Uh, Tucumcari in Halloween. And a very merry Tucumcari. And you know... To give you one more idea that people are waking up and seeing what Tucum Carey has to offer, it was recently announced that uh, the New Mexico Route 66 Association is relocating their headquarters from Albuquerque to Tucum Carey. And there's one more, the Fast TV Network, producers of some uh, interesting road trip programs throughout the Southwest. Well, they're packing up in Albuquerque as well. And they're moving to Tucum Carry. Pretty interesting. You know, if you only have time for a stop, that's fine and dandy too. You'll be back. But uh, Tucum Carry is its really kind of neat. It's really kind of fun. And uh, there's just something about the place that has an allure, an attraction. And uh, like I say, you know, you can tell that it, that it took a hard hit with the bypass of Route 66. But you can also tell that that town is coming back to life. And in a very, very big way. So, next time you're in that area, I suggest at least a stop. And if you can plan it in your schedule, make it a day or two. You might just stay longer. Uh, food. Well, Dell's. Dell's is good. Dell's is dependable, and it's an old classic. And uh, never had a bad meal yet at Dell's. For breakfast, well, I kind of, I've always liked Kicks on 66, down on Route 66, across from the Roadrunner Lodge. Uh, very good breakfast. It's housed in an old, old Denny's dating back to probably the 1960s. On good days, good weather, they have wonderful outdoor seating, patio. But now I struggle because I like Kicks on 66, but I also like the Carlson Coffee Company. Hmm. Decisions, decisions, decisions. Well, kind of, you know, kind of a long-winded way, but give you an idea about Tucumcari. And if you have any questions, you can 
check out their website, visit tucumcarrynm.com. And uh, as for a visitor's guide, they've also got some great relocation information uh, about the college, businesses, tax rates, industries. Man, I'll tell you, I think you're going to be hearing a lot about Tucumcari in the very, very near future. Speaking of the future, hey, uh, next episode of Car Talk from the Main Street of America. Uh, recorded it up this morning. We're going to be talking about the advanced design series of Chevrolet trucks produced from 1947 to 53 with minor change. A little bit of a facelift in 54 and 50, early 55. Uh, these amazing trucks, how they transformed America. And uh, I'll be sharing a bit of my story, my association with advanced design trucks, including the Beast, the old 51 Chevy panel truck. Uh, I did find a differential. It looks like we're going to be getting that going here in the next few weeks. Took a bit of a challenge. To upgrade that differential, uh, the ideal candidate for a transplant apparently was a 67, 8, or 9, a three-quarter ton camper special, uh, Chevy or GMC, uh, 62 inches between brake drums, and uh, like a Dana 60. And uh, I needed something 354, 372 rear axle ratio. Because anything higher would make it be too much of a lug. Found one. Now it's a matter of finding the time and uh, weather to go out there and pull that thing out and uh, make the switch. Been a long time since I've done something like this. It's going to be an interesting project. I've come to the startling conclusion I'm not a kid anymore. My friends, I want to thank you for joining me this morning. I hope you found this of interest. Is there, uh, do you have any questions? Uh, anything I can answer for you about Tucum Carry? Well, I'll tell you, here's a, a couple thoughts for you. Uh, they've got a talking tour. It's pretty good. Not bad at all. But uh, the best thing I can tell you with the, the old district downtown, park down at the depot and just go for a walk. You know, a lot of the places are closed downtown. They're old buildings. But you can see the potential. And you can see the history. It's almost palpable. And uh, if you're into photographing neon, man, it's hard to beat Tucum Carry. They got some good ones. TP Curios. Catch Gar before he closes. Give him a howdy for me. Gar Ingman down at uh, TP Curios. Beautiful, beautiful neon sign he's got there. And, of course, the Blue Swallow with its wonderful neon. A lot of old signage. Well, do we have any uh, questions about uh, Tucum Carry or anything I can answer for you today? Well, if not, I have one more request for you. Uh, we're going to try to put together a, a, a schedule with something we've been lacking to do, this program and Car Talk for the Main Street of America. For Car Talk for the Main Street of America, we're collecting stories, 
from you because both podcasts are about sharing America's story. For Car Talk, what we want is your car stories. We want to hear about your barn find, your first car, the worst car you ever owned, the car you miss the most. So give us a call. We'd sure like to hear about your car stories. I know you got a couple of them there. Americas have had a long, long love-hate relationship with the automobile. So did you enjoy this this morning? I hope I didn't get too long-winded. I'm kind of passionate about it too, from Carrie. And yeah, they are a sponsor, a promotional partner, if you will, of Jim Hinckley's America. But you know, I'm pretty selective about the partners I take on. And because my name's on the line. Tucum carries a place that I don't have any problem promoting. Kind of like that place. Can almost picture myself living there sometimes. Well, I guess that's about it for today, my friends. But we'll do this again next week. And uh, invite your friends. And we'll make a, make a festival out of it. Uh, we'll try another program from the road pretty soon. Probably, it looks like Sunday morning, December 4th. I'm headed into the belly of the beast, Los Angeles uh, metropolitan area. I've got a book signing, it looks like, in uh, Burbank. And uh, we usually stay at the old Saga Motor Hotel out in Pasadena on Route 66. So stay tuned. And we'll try to get a regular schedule up. If you miss any of these programs and you want to share them with friends, we've embedded uh, uh, players on our website, jimhinkleysamerica.com, and uh, you can listen to programs or pull them up and share the links. Thank you again for joining us. And like I say, we'll do this next week. Invite your friends and let's let's uh, make this a, well, let's make this a coffee party and, and uh, have some fun with it. A little bit of magic there, huh? <laughs> Take care, my friends. Adios. <laughs>